What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're hanging out here on this uh, Monday, bringing, uh, bringing in this December. This is the second week of December, almost the end of the year, guys. Oh, so, gosh. So for like a third of you, this is like your last week of driving around doing stuff, working, quote-unquote working, right? before like... You start, you start like calling in on Tuesdays with those sniffles. Start using those sick days that you don't get to roll over. Oh, what's that, boss? We get five days, but only three next year. I don't feel so good. <laughs> I don't feel so good. My neighbor is like, I have so many sick days. I've decided to take Friday off for the rest of the year. <laughs> so I definitely looked at that. Well, I almost did that uh, with the job I had one time, where I literally I had like eight, and they were like, you don't, you don't get rollover. So I was all, it was almost like it was like the second week of November where I was like maybe I'll just four day a week it for the rest of the year then like what if I'm not going to keep them what am I going to do with them Exactly Uh anyway that's uh, little brother Nico right there and with me as usual and I of course am Corey DLG the captain Joey Savage is still on holiday Uh we're actually going to put him on the back of a milk carton next week probably we'll just maybe we'll check in see how the aliens are feeling about abducting him Um Have you seen me <laughs> Please find me uh, and then helping us out this week is uh, the one, the only, the legendary, the returning <laughs> champion, Chaz Von Graves. Uh, yo, champion, yo. Hey, yo, uh, hey, yo. yo. Dirty lazy, yo. I, um, <laughs> I recently bad. saw, uh, yeah, it wasn't good. I knew what you were doing, though. <laughs> what do you mean, was it good? It was okay. I mean, it, it is okay. I mean, I know it's only Nerd Thug Radio, but is okay the standard? Is okay the standard <laughs> tonight? Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. I'll be honest. If we can get okay on the show, I'd be thrilled. Right. But, uh, all we've got is Nico. Uh, boom! I set myself up for this one, and I am not disappointed. <laughs> if I could only get you to do like three minutes on like how important it is to be good, and then undersell you on it, like oh, that'd yeah. have been that'd have been the best. Mm. Next, uh, week. next week. Next week. New goal. I'll get him this time. Because he'll forget already. By the yeah. time we'll show up next week, it'll be a blank slate again. Um, That's how it is usually. I just saw something the other day that they were on. The Expendables. But it was like a middle one. I don't know the order of the Expendables. Mm-hmm. It had Ronda Rousey and Jean-Claude Van Damme in it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that was the third one. Is it the third? Okay. Yeah. I, I, this is the very last one. Is that? Okay. I'm not familiar. Because I think two has both the Hemsworths, but only for like one second. Both the Hemsworths are in two? Yeah, I think so. That's great. I gotta look into that. Isn't there three Hemsworths though? Are there three? There are three. I think yeah, but I think one of them's like the youngest or the, no, the oldest one doesn't do anything like movie related. I think he's like the third Manning brother. Yeah. Do you know there's a third Manning brother? No. Yeah, I think I he sells yeah. insurance in New Orleans. Oh. Nice, good yeah. for him. He's the disappointment. <laughs> well, right. Well, I mean, when your when your other brothers are like you know football stars. Well, like, oh, well I actually, guess I'm just gonna sell insurance then. He's he's like a bigger, sadder story really than disappointing. Apparently, he was a much better college quarterback than either one, or high school quarterback, but he hurt his knee. Ah, one of those stories. One of, yeah, where they were like, really, the true athlete was uh I'm going to tell you what, growing in a town that I did, everybody that I talked to was a oh, yeah. somebody. Oh, for sure, for sure. it was sure. my knee. It was, it was town of Broken Knee, actually. <laughs> that was the name of the town? Yeah. Broken Knee? Yeah. Uh, well, the only, the only reason I give it any kind of credence is because... 
Archie, the dad, says it, and both Peyton and Eli. Of course, they're not going to be like, listen, we're not going to call him a disappointment. Forget it. If I was Eli, I'd be calling him out. What do I got to lose? No, you I'm, wouldn't you be feeling sorry like, for this? I'm old. baby brother. I got two rings. I beat the Patriots for both Super Bowls. Exactly. And you're sitting around, say, a Christmas dinner. Calling him out hard. And then all of a sudden, calling like, him out hard. We did so good on this, and I've done this, and. Oh, I see your participation uh, ribbon from uh, Best Insurance Guy of the Month. Great job. No Older way. brother. Get no out. way. If I'm Eli, I am crushing Todd every chance I get. Yeah, but you're not. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's even sadder than anything. It's horrible. That I'm not Eli Manning? I got to be honest. I would love to be Eli Manning. No, I just meant like the fact that. Oh. You know that's what they do. They coddle him. They coddle they him? Have to, yeah, of course. Of course, Todd. You were a great quarterback, Todd. You probably could have been better than us. Yeah. Uh, hey, maybe a little work, flag football so Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's like, thanks. Hey, is it time to renew your guys' insurance policies? Everyone's they, like, uh, aren't they like? Didn't one of them do like an insurance commercial? Uh, probably. So that's not his brother's insurance. His brother wasn't in it. That's for sure. Uh, I think his name's Hunter. I think the third brother, the older brother, the oldest brother is Hunter Manning. But uh, I, I, that's a fake name that, if that I've ever heard it, one. Hey, but it's a good insurance name. It is. I'm hunting for the best price for you. Hunter's gonna find the best price that you can get. The Manning way. <laughs> yeah, but it's still, it's still, tr- it's a real tryhard. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. But then again, he probably doesn't use his name. He's like, he, he, he doesn't use the brother man. stuff. He was like, Manning, no relation. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He was like, I'll make sure I'll throw a touchdown for you every, you know, oh, touchdown yeah. pass insurance wise for you every time. Puts I like pictures of the brothers up on like on the building. I love the extra bonus <laughs> stuff. Rock and roll lawyer is definitely my favorite. There's this billboard going driving down to Austin of the rock and roll lawyer. <laughs> I don't I know what I've that seen is. That. I don't know who it is, but I'm real glad that it's such great advertising. That's brilliant for him because in Austin, everyone's music. So I just hope he's like a music lawyer of some kind. And, and like he's probably some dude who just didn't make it in music. Yeah. Oh, and then like he was like, I'm like, so like rock and roll. I had a, I had a I band will, back in the olden days. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a lawyer. I will melt faces for you guys in traffic court. Dude, I'll tell you what. Like years ago, I had to get a, a lawyer for something. It wasn't anything bad. That I no did. one, no yeah. One typically, says, typically no one people get that. lawyers for good things. But That's anyway, usually what happens there. <laughs> but anyway, so um, so the kind that I got, all he wanted to talk about how he was in a band before, and this is what he's done because he found out I was in a band, and I'm like, I hate that. Just I'm here for a reason, man. Can we talk about what you do instead of what I do? Is that okay? So I hate these. I hate when we get on these tangents where we do this because we've done this a couple times, and I feel like it's it's, Fun. uh, it's like big head insufferable. But, like, it does happen where people are like, oh, so you do, or, oh, you're a podcaster, so you podcast. Like, you know, I have a pretty good idea for a podcast. And they tell me, like, their nine multi-part thing on, like, the history of the design of the walls of castles. And I'm like, listen, listen. Yeah. Either make it and then get find your nine people who want to hear it. (laughs) <laughs> or stop telling me about it. Like I don't want to. I can't go any further down this path with you. I right. need. I need. I need to get away from this. Dude, it <laughs> happens all the time. Like if I'm at the shop, that's totally cool. You want to talk during stuff while I'm at the shop? Cool. Yeah, for sure. Because that's like the nerd sanctuary. I agree with you there. Now there's sometimes people just go on forever, and I'm like, listen, dude. I don't. I don't know. Like oh, every I, name of every transformer ever, but I know maybe. <laughs> Uh, have a very in-depth uh, knowledge of Transformers. That is totally cool. But if I let you know that information and you still talk to me as if I have that information, it's it's not going to work. Yeah, or then they, and then they go, well, let me explain it. When they came over yeah. on the Ark, what yeah. happened was yeah. they were the power thirds from Cybertron. And then in the third season of Beast Wars, 
The third season of Beast Wars garbage. <laughs> see what happened. Beast Wars second is doesn't make any sense. <laughs> see what happened. <laughs> no, I uh, no, but yeah, like so you gotta it, hit the eject button at some point. What's the worst? So because you've kind of you're you're like me where you've done a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. What's the worst conversation you've gotten trapped in? What was it for? Uh, I don't remember like the exact conversation itself, but like being on tour, um, I would always head up the the merch table. So I'm always there. Like as soon as we're done, I'm right behind the merch table, and you'll have these people who just want to. They want to just want. They want something from you. They just want want to be next to you. So they'll ask. They'll tell you how good you are, whatever. And then after the conversation has ended, where they should turn around, and walk away. They're hanging out at the merch table, just creepily, not saying anything. No, they're just kind of hovering. Yeah. Yeah. Or then, of course, if it's a girl and she's with her boyfriend, her boyfriend's got a guitar of some kind. And what do you think of this? No, I don't care. I'm not playing anymore. I don't want to talk about that whatsoever. <laughs> Buy our CD. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Take a picture. I'll do that all day long. No, I don't want to have a conversation about something that I just did. What do you like? Does that come up a lot? Or is that a conversation? I don't know enough about like guitars and musicians. So is that like a huge conversation? Like, what do you think of my rig kind oh, of a all thing? The time. All the time. Is, there, is there something beyond just plugging it into an amp and, and playing? Or is there like... Yeah, apparently. Okay. Uh, so to some people, it's a huge deal. Like a it pedal is. setup and like they're like, oh, bro, I can yeah. talk about this for the next nine years. And that's totally cool. Like the rest of the guys in the band, they're all into it. I'm just, I'm just not. Like I know what I have. because you play bass for them. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just the bass <laughs> but, player. But really, he plays the drums. Yeah, but he, he plays but the drums. He, he plays drums. Can, sorry, but he pays bass. He plays bass. He plays bass. Plays bass for these guys. But I mean, I know what I have. But uh, other than that, like I know I have like you know my amp is you know it's an Apex Four. But yeah, model number blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't know. It, it, I don't know it anything turns about blue that. when I turn it on. Um, so. we, Nico filled it probably. He did the worst job filling it too, but it was funny because the question was terrible anyway. Uh, the worst question we got one year at the panel, this wasn't even the last, I think this was two years ago. Uh, we literally had, we're almost done. We It's been like an hour of us talking and this, this one guy, it was a real technical, it was like. Oh, right. He was talking about like what specific like frequency or something yeah he I wanted to, he on, wanted to know like, like the board and i was like bro i just use the standard settings on audition what do you want from me right because <laughs> he gave he asked for like a it was a numbers it sounded like it started off like a train leaving baltimore kind of question where it was like he was like yeah normally when we record we wind up in like in in like he gave like frequencies and, and i and i just remember like when he said it i was like this is gonna be a nico question and then he looks at me and I go, I use the standard settings on Audition. Because I didn't like, I didn't even know if there was a right or wrong answer to what he was even asking. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I was like, I've just, been, I've been doing this for like four years. It doesn't mean I actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> but the, but the sad part was like the guy, the guy was just like, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> like he, he was totally fine with he it. He immediately took that answer, but like you know, he was, he, that's oh, how much he's overthought it. Like, right, right, where he was like the frequencies. Hey, I'm looking. I'm listening. Like, I'm trying to reach the dark side of the moon here with this thing. Like, right. I don't know. Like, what was he going for? But yeah, he gets all the way through his question, and, and Nico just basically just goes, "Yeah, I don't know. I use Audition, and we just kind of go with the basic." One thing that I've realized from like panels and stuff too, and talking with musicians, I guess people want to find the 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 like what the you what you did exactly the secret yes. sauce. Yeah, the, the equation that you use for whatever it is that you did. Obviously, they have to use it because it worked. 
Well, that is that is definitely. But I'm like, it worked for us. It's yeah. not gonna it work yeah. for me. Doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. Well, that's so. That's that's been the, like the big. That's the message I always try and get out when we do these when we do things, where we where I always keep talking about like. So this one girl, do you remember this one girl? Um, she basically she said she already had the studio set up. She already had the actors. She already had the equipment and the, and the software. And right. she was like, I now just... Now what do I do? Now what do I do? And I was like, why haven't you just pushed record and done it? Yeah. And, and she like, well, we don't know. And it's like, you'll figure it out. Yeah, I was like, honestly, we knew nothing when we started. And, and like, it took trial and error to get us to this point. Right. So the idea that you... I, I was like, you are way ahead. Of, like, we, we did literally six months recording on an iPhone. So the idea that you've got a whole studio and voice actors and talent, yeah. like, lined up and ready... And, and then... It came out later, like, oh, her boyfriend's in a band, so that's why they had the studio, and then, like, all of their friends are in the industry, so that's why they had all this talent. And I was like, okay, well, that's that's good. Like, they came up to us afterwards, and she was like, I don't want you to think, like, I'm scared. And I was like, well, no, I kind of, that kind of is what it is, is yeah. you are scared. And she's like, well, sort of, but, like, this is why we have all that. And I said, no, I get it. Right. I was like, but I, I, if I had had access to, like, a fifth of that, yeah, I would have already, yeah, like, we we sprinted when we had nothing. So the idea that like you have everything and you're not sure what to do, yeah, yeah, you just gotta you just gotta do and it. That two word test run. You have all. Th- let's just try it and see what happens. Yeah, let's just get in it. Just Guess what? This worked. This didn't work. But it's just like putting together anything else. You gotta just get out there and try it. But yeah, just it was definitely do it's, it, people. It's definitely interesting to hear people's conversations and like the sometimes the they want to they want someone to tell them exactly how to do it. Not necessarily that oh it, it takes a lot of hard work and getting lucky. Yeah. And so that's one thing I've learned about, uh, like, uh, monitoring panels and stuff at cons was it's just sitting back and listening to the back and forth. And a lot of it, people want to do it. They want it so bad, but they want to make sure the equation's right. They have everything that they have. Plus, well, how do I do it? It's like, right. dude, you just, just do it, man. Just do it. All right. We're going to jump out when we come back. We'll actually, we'll talk some more panels. I think we're on something here. This is a good little conversation. This is Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. This is Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1. Uh, little brother Nico and myself here with special guest, Chaz Von Graves. Hello. Hello. The Hello. Von Graves. The Von um, Graves is back, baby. Before we get into anything here, Nico, go ahead and help tell everybody about Cox ATA. Cox ATA Martial Arts, leader in ATA Martial Arts, now with three convenient locations, one in the Woodlands, one in Conroe, and one in Magnolia. If you can hear us on the radio, there's a Cox ATA location near you they're fun family friendly people 
they'll work with you if you're three if you're 93 they all have different uh, all different kinds of courses available they're very flexible they're willing to work with you mention nerd thug radio get two free weeks of training with the holidays coming up new year's resolutions coming that's in that's right trying to lose some weight taekwondo is a great way to do it martial arts build up some some consistency some discipline it's a it's a great they offer some really great programs uh look them on the facebook they're pretty great uh they build leaders. They teach life skills. They leave a legacy. Um, all right. So we're talking. We were talking panels before we jumped out to break here. Uh, now you've done some panels for some other. How many? How many? Walk us through like your background on on panels and things like that. Um, <coughs> sorry, the the band got asked to play several years uh, years ago um, at a comic con, and I just started hanging out with these dudes putting on these comic cons. Uh, the very next year, they asked me to come uh, host one or mediate one. Yeah. And this was like in Tyler. And then I went on to like a Shreveport one. And then it, it grew to where DC uh, Comics asked me to mediate one a couple of years ago. And I got a paycheck, with, which was awesome. I went back to do another panel for DC. And they were like, guess what? We've got this app that's coming out. And you we can give you a check but would you rather have the app and i'm like yes i'd want the app <laughs> i didn't know it was only for a year <laughs> <laughs> so i got screwed out of that one but yeah they gave you they gave you seven dollars mm. oh yeah <laughs> pretty much it was uh yeah for the entire year 70 bucks but that's I mean, funny and then just like hosting like uh the costume contests or doing the after parties and stuff okay so pretty much it's just like um a hype man or if i'm doing a panel it's a, a mediator type thing make sure people don't talk too long yeah i've i've, I've we we sort of we can moderate our own panels usually pretty well um this last time in palooza the panels were kind of messy they had a they booked a bunch of groups together so like for every any sort of radio show podcasting panel there were like three po- three shows together and it was just kind of like, we did that with Nerd News. Now, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Were we with you guys? No, no, I don't think, no, so. I don't think so. No, because no. was was it at Comic Palooza? Because they had yeah. they had like four different panels. Yeah, no, yeah. there was like there was like four podcasting panels, and ours was uh, the first one in like eight a.m. on Friday. Or yeah, whatever, like ten a.m. Yeah. on Friday. Yeah, we were at like early, like on a Saturday or whatever. So it was like, come join us. It was myself, Mark Blair, and. Uh, one of the other guys who used to be on Nerd News, I forget his name. It was before me. But anyway, it was us. And I'm like, cool. And then all of a sudden, I see these uh, chairs going up to the table. And there was like nine, ten seats. And yeah. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Oh, there's going to be five of you guys. Five of what? Company? Yeah, talking about podcasts. Yeah. I was like, I'm not a podcaster, man. I just show up. They were like, just sit there anyway. So I just, everybody's questions were just so exact. and Or uh, answers were just like, this is what we do, and this is the equipment, and blah, which is totally fine and cool, but that just bored me. So I became comic relief, and I, and then people just started asking me questions. Oh yeah, no, I would just rather I would rather have fun with these things because that's like you want people to come back and you want them yes. to kind of interact and talk with you about stuff. Oh, for sure. And uh, plus, we had three of these darn things. Like we we had one every single day, so you couldn't. Like, I didn't want to go out there and just lay an egg on Friday and just be like, oh, well, you know what you're getting with us. Uh, you could just skip the Nerd Thug Radio ones. Um, Put, like, cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Just go hang out at the, at the con all day. Yeah. Honestly, one of them, man, 
Kung Fu's had turned into a lot of work for me. Uh, I had just started with cyberpunks.com, uh, and we also had an interview with the, she was from Blizzard, she was the head of uh, collegiate, oh, Global Esport, uh, colli- Global Collegiate Esports, or something, some combination of those three words. And uh, so we interviewed her, and like all within the span of like one four-hour slot, I had to interview her, interview this author for Cyberpunks, and then get to our own panel. And I was like, oh my God, like I was just running around like a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> By the time the panel was over, I was like, I, I don't even, like I'm done. Like I don't even want to do anything else now. Yeah. And then we still had the rest of the day at Comic Palooza, like to go talk to people and make all of our other stuff and do our other interviews. And st- it was just... Turned into a mess, but yeah, the, the the panels can yeah the panels got a little weird. They had us booked with one of them was good because it was uh, the Nerdy Bees. I can't really say what the name of the show is, but um, the the Nerdy Bees podcast. Right, and we they, we've we've talked to them before, and we've th- it's funny we've been like adjacent to them like for a long time, our whole careers because they started like the same time we did basically. Mm-hmm. Um. Although I don't understand their record schedule, because somehow they just did like their hundredth episode, and, and we we're just on like, we're on like two hundred and fifty, like six. <laughs> yeah. So somehow we're doing Plus more we than have two them. other shows. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I'm not I don't understand the recording schedule at all. I think I think they only do it like a couple like a couple times a month or something. Like okay. That. So like, they're like they'll do it for like three years, but only have so many episodes. Where else we're because we have so many shows, we do a week. Right. We're just like blessed. <laughs> like already almost like three hundred, and we're like. Oh, man. <laughs> but they, um, it was us with them. And like I said, they started at the same time as us. So we actually have kind of a funny history with them where in the very beginning, Joey was a big fan of theirs. And I was kind of like, like, I thought their name was dumb because, like, you can't market that name. You can't do anything with it because it's a bad word. Yeah. So you're, like, you're stuck. You can't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they actually said that this year or last year at Comic They actually said, like, it's really hard for us to market because of our name. And I'm, I remember going, like, that was literally my first complaint when I heard about you guys was mm-hmm. that like, was like that's a terrible name. Like you can't, d-. she's like, I know in hindsight, like I really wish we, we just had called ourselves anything else. And right. Like, yeah. yeah. It literally anything <laughs> else. She was like, let's do it. And then we did it. And then we yeah. didn't realize that it was the worst decision we made in a long time. <laughs> so like they can't even do like Twitter ad campaigns or anything. Cause like you can't. Cause na- yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause it's profanity and they yeah. can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we had this, we had this, it was just funny that like they started right when we started in Comic Palooza, it just opened up to podcasting. Mm-hmm. And so at the time I remember Joey being like, yeah, man, there's this other group. They're great. We're going to try and hook up with them and like, we'll kind of work together for Comic Palooza. And I was like, okay, cool. And like, we didn't even like really cross paths at all that first Comic Palooza. So afterwards I was like, well, that didn't really like, didn't really help us any. Right. And he's like, yeah, it kind of didn't work out. And I was like, okay, cool. So then over the years, like. I think we kind of always ran parallel and this time we finally got to cross paths and it worked out great. But like, it was just such a, the other people that we worked with on some of the other ones, like one group wasn't a, so we are a podcast radio show. Uh, and I prefer radio show, but I, that's fine. If someone radio show and podcast. If someone needs to call us a podcast for whatever reason, uh, fine. Um, but we're there and this other group that we're sharing the stage with is they are a panel hosting group. That's what they do. And they've occasionally recorded a YouTube video or something like that. Remember this? Yeah. And so all of a sudden it's them and us together sitting at this panel. And I'm like, and they want to, and they haven't started it yet, but they were talking about starting a streaming channel. So they were there to help people start one. 
And I was like, if you don't do it, how, how helpful is it to tell other people what they should do? Like you, you have no, you've never done it either. Like we're, what are we talking about here? Um, that was just a weird experience. Oh yeah. Because like one guy was there at the beginning and throughout the panel, by the way, there's like 30, 40 people in the room throughout the course of the panel. More of his people kept showing up and just like members of his team. Mm. And they would come up, walk through the panel while everyone's talking and then just stand there behind him. So like they interrupted everything kind of. Yeah. Like, and like the, the first guy, I just remember kind of watching him do it. And finally, after I answered a question, I was like, do you have a question? Like, do you think there's a line? Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, no, it's cool. I'm just hanging out here with this guy. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Here's a panel with a movie company, right? A movie company, we're going to teach you how to make a successful movie step by step. All right, great. What movies have you done? Well, we haven't done one yet. <laughs> it's yeah. It's in the works. It's yeah. in the works. We're probably thinking if, about making one. Yeah, but if you listen to us, we'll let you know what's up. That It's basically what these guys were. Exactly. And, I, and I honestly... I was so annoyed. And then I went to one of their panels later, and I was incredibly disappointed because he, he hyped up his panel so much, and then I went, and it wasn't even that exciting. And I talked, like, half the time because <laughs> I was... <laughs> Did you tell I, him what a letdown it was? Well, yeah, because he set up this entire panel, and then basically when he got to it, he was like, okay, look, guys, I'm real tired. Um, <laughs> here's this panel, though. And I was like, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I, I want my money back even though I paid nothing to be here. <laughs> That's such an obnoxious thing. Like, I don't even understand why people do that. Um, I don't I don't get it like that. It, it was on the Sunday, so, like, I get it. We're all tired, but, like, I've been here for three days, too, my guy. <laughs> I was exhausted. <laughs> right, yeah. By Sunday, I was exhausted. We did that wrestling panel. Yeah. Um, I was exhausted by then, but we still did it. Yeah, we still did it. We had the energy... Remember that one guy wanted to talk about how NASCAR was unsafer because of women? (laughs) (laughs) That was the craziest thing ever. And he had a girlfriend there with her, with him, and she's kind of just like, "Mm," like she's got this look on her face like, I know he says crazy stuff, but I love him anyway. And like, he was like, he's like, do you, like, it was a weird, do you think wrestling got worse because the women got involved because they're making all the sports worse by making because of safety so stuff like women and then he immediately goes you know like in nascar used to be like this and now it's and and like somehow it all started out of women wrestling and turned into nascar's worse right somehow we got all the way around to that from in in the span left turns huh in the span of his one question yeah exactly he took like nine left turns there um and so finally i was like when he finally just stopped talking, I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm actually going to go with you on this, man, because I'm kind of tired. So I really, I'll have this conversation. I don't have the ability to not have it. Like, I don't have the ability to get out of this question right now. So let's have it. I said, I think NASCAR is safer, but I think that's because Dale Earnhardt died. And this is an accurate statement. Yeah. I was like, and I think when one of the best racers in racing died, and people, a lot of people are like, oh, I guess yeah. that shouldn't happen. And people don't <laughs> die in car accidents. like. And possibly this family and the company who represented him was like, why did this man who made us a lot of money just die? Well, that and also you've got sponsors all over these cars. Do you, mm-hmm. if, if you're Mountain Dew, do you want a car known for you kill? You know what I mean? Like yeah. You killed Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're the company that got Dale Earnhardt killed. Like it's nobody. Like for the wa- next year, every commercial was yeah. had an asterisk going, "We did not kill Dale Earnhardt." Right. Like, how would you undo that if you're a sponsor? So I did. I, I said, I said, honestly, I'm willing to bet when Dale Earnhardt died, they changed a lot of things, but it had nothing to do with women or safety. It had everything to do with money. I was like, money makes the world. Move. Yeah, money makes the world go round. But these, ra- you want these drivers to live longer because they want their NFL quarterbacks to play longer so that everyone can make more money off of all of this. Of course. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of true. And I said, as far as the women wrestling, athletically these women are performing. They're doing the same move sets as the guys. I, uh, the other thing of it is is they probably could have wrestled 20 years ago, but nobody just gave them the chance. Exactly. I was a big wrestling fan when I was a kid, you know, just, a, you know, Chuck Yard and oh, yeah. Brutus and Jake the Snake. But um, growing up, I got out of it. And then my nephew, he was really big in the wrestling, and I would just kind of watch it here and there. But then watching, like, Lita and uh, Trish Stratus, and that got me back into it, where yeah. I would watch it with him, waiting. I mean, don't get me wrong, amazing athletes, but, oh. Ladies. Oh, they were, oh, yeah. Well, and that was still the era where they were doing, like, the brawl panty matches and the, yes. like, there was just a lot of, also, Jerry the King Lawler would yell puppies every 30 seconds. Yeah, but but yeah. it was also, Lita was a crazy person. Like, Lita... Lita, if she were physically capable, would be just as important a ladies wrestler today as she was then 10 years ago. Just because she's one of those people where she was doing all these crazy moves and doing all this insanity. And I mean, she was a she was a super trooper. Yeah. Um, Was that the sign? Are you giving me the high sign there, Nico? All right. We're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. That's right. Yeah. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. We got some more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. We are on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to check out the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, or check out sportsmaphouston.com where I post my nerd blogs and my sports writing. Or cyberpunks.com where I uh, kind of write a bunch of different stuff for those guys. Uh, hang out with us every Monday, Thursday, and Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. And the podcast drops at 6.01. This is uh, Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on this Monday. And little brother Nico and myself with the special guest, Mr. Chaz Von Gravies. <laughs> In the gravies. In the gravies. I brought the potatoes. God, man, like that sounds delicious right now. Chaz Von Gravies and the Captain Salisbury's. <laughs> <laughs> you you would be like the greatest like uh, Vegas lounge act. I can do that, but like you guys would all have to be like 
what's the name of the of the porn star now who like does the wife beaters everywhere he goes and just looks all sad? Uh, Kid Rock. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> no, um, the dark hit Ron Jeremy. Like you guys uh, would have to look like a bunch of like lounge lizard Ron Jeremy's with like the the bow ties always undone. Yeah, always just looking like a mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that is that is what the Chazvon gravies would look like. Yes, that would be awesome. That would be a perfect. And then like you guys like just always look a little hungover as you're up on stage playing. <laughs> we would have to act. <laughs> <laughs> Can you could you imagine like this is my life? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'm staying messed up. Can you can you imagine like playing something like Vegas? Like like that's your like that's where they play like people who live there now. So like Taylor Swift signed like a whatever year deal or something. Yeah, and Guns N' Roses did it for a long time. I think they're still doing it. So yeah, I could totally do it. I would do it. I would totally do it. Why not? I mean, if you're getting paid all that money, then and you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah done yeah i don't have to tour and i can just play to different crowd every night so like Easy. it's the, the crowd, the crowd for me <laughs> yeah the crowd is touring it's the crowd that's well and that's why that vegas is such an interesting spot right because that would be the only place literally vegas and maybe new york right yeah, where like maybe. perpetually it's a new crowd in front of you instead of the other way around maybe new york for sure vegas obviously yeah because that's kind of the thing about vegas right so like they're talking about having these sports franchises there and I'm interested to see how all that's going to work. We're like putting in the different cuz like the the Raiders are supposed to go. Right now there's a well there's a hockey team there now. Uh and apparently like the sales have been great, but also their rookies so their their inaugural season, I think I believe they went undefeated at home and kind of the talk around the NHL was cuz like, yeah, man, all the players went to Vegas. Like <laughs> the, yeah. Anytime the away team got into town, it was like, what time is tip-off? Yeah, we'll yeah, be there an hour before. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem. So the NBA has it for years they had it, and it's kind of changed more now because of uh, – but in New Orleans, the home, the away teams, when they would visit New Orleans, almost always would fail to cover any kind of spread. And it was because <laughs> cause it's New Orleans. Yeah. Like, so like, sorry for you. Yeah. And it, it was only until after like the hurricane shut down a lot of the city and the nightlife for a little while did that like, really oh, start changing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 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 come back to us. Yeah. All of a sudden, like when players stopped leaving team hotels because there was nothing to do. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. nothing. They were like, yeah, I guess I'll just stay in and watch a movie now. Yeah. But before it was like. There's now we're well rested. Yeah. We can cover the spread <laughs> yeah. and everything. Before great. there was too much going on. They're like, yeah, there's a bit of a party on Bourbon Street. So I, I think I'll be late to the shoot Until around. I think that the, the, the home team. Is not sending certain things their way. Oh, of course. Well, the home team though, they're just texting everybody. Hey, man, when, text me when your when your team plane lands. I'll meet you out. And then yeah. like, yeah, if I'm the home team, I just sneak out the club like an hour early. Because mm -hmm. like I live here. Yeah, it's, it's easy done. for me. It's right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I'm right here. And I know you're gonna be up until seven. That's right. At least because you won't be back here for right. a long time. <laughs> I I honestly genuinely think that that's that I would have done that. I, if I was oh, yeah. if I was like a New Orleans franchise, I would have had like a party organizer like on the payroll. Yeah. And be like, okay, our biggest opponents are in town this weekend. This is your best weekend. Yes. Organize. Right on. <laughs> and here's your cut. Make sure yeah, it's make awesome. make these calls. Make these get get these people here. I heard Ron Jeremy's in town with this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Von Gravies are in town. Can you <laughs> can you get them out there? I do think it's something interesting, like the idea. 
that some of these cities, the allure is so overpowering that even like professional athletes, like literally it's your job to just go out there and play your sport. Yeah. But then they're like, well, yeah, I mean, I could have, but, but we were in New Orleans. Yeah, so, then, and that's the thing too, man, like going to a lot of these places and you're like, or people are asking you like, what happened? And you're like, well, it was Vegas. So, so obviously that's, and it's an, it's an excuse that once, as soon as you say it, people are like, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah. Nobody's like, well, no, just because it's they're Vegas. They're like, you understandable. Unless yeah. it's your like wife or girlfriend for a right. long time. They're like, excuse me? Yeah, whoa, Vegas? whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, whoa. no. 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 Yeah. yeah, they don't even want you to go. That means if you're saying that, what else did you do in Vegas? Right. Like, I can't tell you. It's the rules. <laughs> the rules are it stayed there. <laughs> yeah. I have to get a test. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if the test is good, we'd stayed there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely in, in uh, certain cities have that reputation that they can get away with that for. Would you, would you do that? Like, what if it wasn't like a place like that? What if it was like Nebraska? No. And like the Midwest is so boring. I'm sorry if we have any, or if you guys have any. I mean, Midwest. we did until Welcome about 38 the, seconds ago. Welcome to the Midwest. We don't have anything. <laughs> Actually, no, they're still there because there's nothing to do. They're like, you know what? They'll be back in a minute. They'll turn uh, it back <laughs> on and they'll be like, "Is there? Are they still talking bad about us?" Because they're right. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> they bad. turn off and then there's nothing here, and they're like, nah, "I guess we'll just." <laughs> Dude, for one of the first shows we ever played in Nebraska, I mean, it was a really big hall, and I was like, "There's no way." There's n- there's nothing there, there's no way we're filling this up and sure enough it was like almost a sold out show and I was like what happened, but then I also noticed that it was like a gathering like you would just have people just hanging out they weren't really paying attention to what was going on no they, they just were there because there was something to do yeah <laughs> they're like there's a concert downtown do you want to go and they're like yeah I'll go I don't really care for they it. don't even ask who's playing they're, yeah, just, they're like, just like I just need something sure. to do yeah it was like the lead singer for Cinderella was on tour by himself or whatever like two Woo! days before and it had almost sold out too so I was like okay <laughs> like now it makes sense okay yeah well uh, a buddy of mine um, talked about their band on the show a few times Ludo they were with Island Def Jam yeah. but they're based out of St. Louis and so their St. Louis shows are huge and they say part of it is because, like, that's where they're from, so that's, like, their big hometown show. Right. But also, I, I do think part of it is, like, yeah, like, if, if Ludo plays, like, a Wednesday, like, everyone's coming out because there's, like, what else are they going to do? What are going to do in St. Louis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I do agree with that. I do think City that, of fun. City of – thanks for coming. Right. <laughs> no, man, it'd be cool to do something like that, but um, I don't know. You, I mean, you would get tired of it, too, I'm sure. After a while. I think it was Mariah Carey who they, I think Vegas like canceled like the second year of her stay. Oh, wow. That means Britney went on longer than Mariah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think because well, didn't Mariah have like a bunch of like singing problems? Like she couldn't finish concerts or like she wasn't even finishing sets or something like that? Um, They showed they were, well, the, the casino was mad. Because they were like, she's not even trying. And they, they let some stuff leak. Because, you know, casinos control. All kinds of like no cameras, no recording, yeah. no, no, no. All of a sudden, like recordings of her show were leaking. Like that's highly like yeah. it was all after, it was all after the cancellation because right. people were like, oh, they they went after Mariah Carey pretty hard there. But then like these things start leaking and like one of them, she doesn't move at all. The dancers moved her around. <laughs> wow. So like in crazy. the song, she sits on someone, and and then like 
they like crawled across stage and then they well, picked her back up. Oh wow! Well, yeah, she rode him like a turtle. But there was like that long like period of time where like you know she was like lip syncing or whatever, and she she was doing just a whole bunch of she was just screwing up. She was just, yes, she was in the she was back in the public eye, but but for not wrong, for good. Yeah, yeah for yeah. the wrong reasons. And she's a great. I mean, she was a great performer. She's got a great voice, but I think a lot of that has just gone. And it goes to people's heads sometimes where it just totally changes you. And we're just like, eh, I'm not going to do it. Don't need to. Well, it's definitely a weird thing to think. Like, because that's part of her persona is that she's like this weird super princess. Like, she's right. known for being like, oh, if there's a diva and then like a level above it. Right. She's known for that. Right. And there's always been like that. But I don't think, I don't know. Th- there has to be a point where you're pretending to be it to to a point where you're playing a character, and then behind and the scenes you're not really that way. Yeah, and then you're becoming the character. Yeah, for sure, because it definitely takes hard work to get where she was at. Yeah, but it doesn't take hard work to stay there once you're there. And I think that that's sort of the thing, right? Like, yeah. well, maybe that. I mean, all that happened. Maybe it humbles her after. Maybe I mean takes a step back if she if if she even cares. It's tough I mean, to say. I don't. You'd have to know. Like, I don't. I, you, when one of these people comes forward and says like they're broke, it surprises me, but it also doesn't. Like if she, she never needs money again, she might it might never matter to her. Like that's true. If it's all set up good enough for her, then fine. It's not the Nick Cage problem where he just bought a bunch of useless things and they couldn't take anything. Well, yeah. Nick Cage apparently his problem was yeah that he yeah. he was spending as like oh I got a twenty five million dollar paycheck so he spent twenty five million dollars. Yeah. Forgetting about like manager, agent, taxes. Like they bought a dinosaur skull that was confiscated. <laughs> he bought a dinosaur skull that turned out to be stolen, and then he agreed <laughs> to give it back. Something like okay, but see something like that where they hold him responsible for that. I think that's on the auction house because he bought it at an auction. Oh, dude, I'd be like, "Here's my money." Yeah, the auction house is in the auction house, like, or their insurance company is paying me back for yeah, sure. Because you that. ain't finding that skull in no back alley. No. Hey, man, you got some dinosaur skulls? Yeah, bro, come here. Well, <laughs> like, if. And if in, in in auction houses, uh, the reason people use them is they they authenticate. Exactly. So if they went through the trouble of finding out it's a real dinosaur skull, but not that it was stolen, stolen. yeah, then yeah, that's their problem, not mine. Like yeah. I bought it fairsy squaresy, like on paper and everything. Like Anyways, I got the receipts. I'm yeah, I don't. If I'm him, I don't know that I'm giving it back without the auction house admitting complete blame. Oh, of course. And I ain't taking sore credit on that one. But then Kenneth Nick Cage is like, I can find dinosaur skulls yeah. all over the place. Dinosaurs were buried every day. <laughs> no, Nick, that's not how that works. Yeah, every single day. Dinosaurs get buried every day here in America. <laughs> Nick, one more time. They've been dead millions of years. We're not going to keep burying them. Dinosaurs. I buried mine twice. Nick, ah, that is... You spend $800,000 to bury the same skull over and over? It's funny. Like, he reported it stolen on himself. That's yeah. what happened. That's actually what happened. Is like he had to give it back to himself. To himself, yeah. Th- that made it a double loss somehow. Because when he gave it to himself, he then lost it somehow. <laughs> but then he buried. left He left a riddle next to it. Like it was national treasure. Yes. There was a cipher. And he had to figure out the five-word code to find it. It's just, this belongs to Nick Cage. <laughs> so, then, so then now Nick Cage is going on this cross-country trip to find his own dinosaur skull. I think that's the third national treasure, and it's not even like about like a president. It's just Nick Cage being Nick Cage, thinking he's playing the character of Ben Gates. Oh, Everyone's like, Nick, Nick, and he's like, it's Ben. It's Ben. And then they're like, it's been what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been... Are we doing like a bare naked ladies thing? What are we... He's like, whoa! It's been, it's been years since I've seen the skull. 
1902, Thomas Jefferson shot the... And it's like, <laughs> what? What's that? That's not even history. He was dead way before then. Whoa. In 92, some guy named Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> some homeless guy with the last name of Jefferson. <laughs> Face off. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson is really John Travolta. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got one more segment of Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. What's going on, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here for this last and final segment on this wonderful Monday. Um, it's almost 3 p.m., and then, of course, the podcast will drop here at 6.01. Uh, this is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico, and our special guest today has been Chaz Von Gravies. <laughs> yeah, I think he just stole, like, a biplane from a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Yeah, we'll get you, crazy. <laughs> Before we get too far into this... Uh, let me tell you guys about the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More. Uh, Friday, December 13th is the big event. It's the Nerd Thug Takeover. Super excited about this. We're going to be working uh, very closely with the store. We're going to take over starting at 6 p.m. And all the sales from 6 p.m. to close are going to go towards Let's Bring Them Home, which is a fundraiser, which is a uh, 501c nonprofit charity that flies home soldiers Um like and it's like it's been explained to me they're low level like class four and under so like these are the guys who these are the normal guys who need rides home to come see their families who can't right. afford to get home even though they're off so this is going to be for them uh, that's going to be this Friday from six to close we're going to be there helping bring soldiers home I think that's a really cool thing uh, I'm all about it Saturday December fourteenth from noon to six is the Mithril Game Masters tournament this is part of Comic Palooza three sixty five it's a tournament to determine the number one GM in the Greater Houston area. Uh, the Adventure Begins is one of eight stores that is hosting the first round of events. Uh, so that's kind of cool. There's a lot going on there with that. Sunday, December 15th from 4 to 8 is D&D Junior Adventurers League. And then Monday, uh, December 16th, uh, someone might be having trivia night. Is that is that accurate? Possible. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, that is. 6 p.m. Trivia night, man. So it's general knowledge, pop culture trivia, totally free to play. Hit a tap next door because... They'll do uh, BYOB, yeah. yeah, BYOB, and they're friends of ours. And cool, man, come in and if you have a brain full of useless knowledge, you know what's cool about Tapped is I didn't know this, and we'll just kind of transition, I guess, into this. This is a neat thing that is now available technology-wise. Um, 
they made me like giant like 16 ounce cans of the different beer that I wanted. Right. So like when I do the Dungeons and Dragons, I'll go to Tapped first, mm-hmm. and they have all the different types. So I'll find one that I want to drink for that night, and I'll get it, and they'll can it for me right there on the spot. Yeah. And they can literally make the can right there, and mm-hmm. then seal it up and everything. That's cool. It's a crowler. It, well, they got cr- they got crowlers too. Or is it crowler? Crowler? That crowler? one's a crowler. I mean, because the growler is like the big one. Yeah, they've got the resealable, like that you can get up to sixty four ounces. Mm-hmm. This is just literally just like a sixteen ounce tall boy can of whatever beer you want. I just I just think that's kind of an interesting technology that we're now at where they're like, yeah, we'll just make a can of beer for you. Mm-hmm. Science. Mm, they blinded him with science. It's only like a dollar. So that kind of blows my mind. It's only a dollar to, to so like you got to pay for the beer. Yeah. But then it's only an extra dollar to turn it into like a, a can to go. Yeah. So you can take it out with you. I think that's kind of impressive. Yeah, man, they're really cool. They do a lot of cool stuff over there. I like I like different beer houses. Like the idea of a beer house, though. Yeah. I know there's a couple here in Conroe. Um, but I just like the idea of like all the different things on tap and all that. I would love to do like to be like my own custom brewery. That'd be one. That's one of my life goals. There. Put it on the list. You know, right before I left Tyler, man, they were just popping up all over the place. It's it's become a huge thing now. Yeah, and which is really cool, but um, I don't know, man. You gotta have one of those things. I mean, one of those flavors, one of those those mixes that, that just to catch it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. My uh, for Christmas many years ago, my sister got me a, a like a build your like a craft your own beer kit, mm-hmm. and that was when I discovered like how, like I took everything out because I was gonna do it, and it was just like. It's kind of over the top how involved it was, and I was like, "Food not, science." Yeah, I was like, "I'm not ready for this. I'm not <laughs> ready for this." Food science. Yeah, because then you got to bottle stuff and all that. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't ready. I was like, "Uh, thank you for the gift. This was a nice thought. I can't do this." <laughs> um, um, so, so just buy it, buy it already made. Yeah. <laughs> so Nico and I had an interesting experience here before we get how we got like four minutes, five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. This is gonna be good here. Uh, we had an interesting experience uh, today where we. Uh, we watched a power struggle in the making mm-hmm. at uh, the local Panda Express. Oh, yeah, yeah. Literally, they put a sign up, that, multiple, I mean, at least five. Yeah, all over the store. That said... <laughs> like, on every entrance, on the drive through machine, on the so window. Crazy. It said, closing at 8 p.m., closed at 8 due to bad management, and then in parentheses, it went on to name the person, first and last <laughs> name. Um... I posted a tweet of it uh, with a photo. I did not censor the person's name. I, I felt like... It's honest- already out there. It's public knowledge. If you were to drive by this Panda Express, you would know who this uh, is. And multi- like, s- there were multiple cars around the store when we pulled up. So that was part of the confusion. So it was, was it actually closed or somebody being mischievous? Um, no, like lights off. Like they really didn't want people to be there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it was like a mutiny almost. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what it was. So okay. I pull up. And I sit at the window for a few minutes and no one comes. I honk a couple times and nobody comes. They're so like, can't you read the sign? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so I, I, like, I, if we ignore them hard enough, they'll go away. I look at Nico and I said, we're going to loop one more time around. We're going to see if we can break these guys. Because I need to know what's going on at this point. Like, these <laughs> signs have now created the need for me to know more. So I loop back around. And this time I, I'm, I'm listening and I can hear that the microphone is open on the intercom at the drive-thru. I pull up to the drive-thru and I can just hear... That somebody's on the other end, like, doing stuff, like cleaning or something. 
And so why would I be cleaning after them? I don't know. No, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. If you if you if you're shutting a store down because you don't like your manager, why are you cleaning? Yeah, we're already fired, but make sure you clean up that silly sauce. <laughs> so I I, I I was like, hello, and this girl's like, sorry, we're closed. And I was like, yeah, what's going on? Is everyone okay? Like I'm being nosy. And so she proceeds to kind of explain what's going on. But as she starts talking, this guy chimes in over and he's like, yeah, it's because the manager sucks. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, well, we're just we're understaffed. We're understaffed and we just don't have enough like food ordered. So like we're short of things and we're running out of things and people are getting frustrated. So the best thing to do is just kind of shut it down since we can't. But probably not that fashion. Right. As far right. As, okay, so I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, we apologize to our customers, but we are closed. Please come back. Not just crappy management. Bad Here's her management. Name. Here's her name. <laughs> so literally, but the guy keeps chiming in over. It's because she sucks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and she, yeah. the other girl's like, well, it's, I'm. Uh. Yes. So finally, I was like, so you have food made already? And she's like, yeah. I said, all right, well, let me. I said, I'm going to pull up to the window. We're going to go ahead and order anyway. And she goes, okay, all right, that's fine. <laughs> so then. Please tell me you got this for free. No, no. I really thought we were going to, though. Cause yeah. She just kind of starts, well, what do you want? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, let me write down what's not here. And then, and so then we're talking to the girl for a few minutes. And I really, I was, I literally look at Nico and I said, uh, I, I'm like 50 50. We're not paying for this. And uh, the guy and, rolls up and he's like, leave us a bad review. Yeah. <laughs> He told us to give a bad like, review cool, on Google. Give me this food first, and then I'll give you a bad That's review. That's what he... Man, I missed out, because Nico said the same thing. Nico's like, we could have traded that review, that bad review for yes. some food. Oh, dude, I'll do stuff like that all day long, <laughs> and not give you the review. <laughs> so, but yeah, they basically... There's My like favorite a, quote is, uh, she needs her more than we need... Or <laughs> she needs us way more than we need her. <laughs> there's like a serious mutiny going on. It was uh, it was going down at Panda Express tonight, yeah. man. It was happening. Very nice. So. It was a real <laughs> situation. Um, it was just so bizarre to like, I've been in that, in that position in service industry where like, you don't like who you're working for and you feel right. underappreciated because they were like, yeah, she's never here. She's only been here like two days this week. Like, blah, blah. it's like, I uh, get people it. People show, uh, show up and then they do their job or whatever. It sounds like nobody showed up for this. That's, uh, well, that's actually, so the girl who was there, she said she wasn't even scheduled and they called her and told her not to come. But she came on a whim, and they oh, were super busy. Overachiever. So she, yeah, at a Panda She's Express. cleaning. I, yo, she is cleaning and cooking and yeah. making food. It served Even us. Even after their clothes. After their clothes. After I, their quote-unquote clothes. Yeah. <laughs> she is, like, the real champion of this whole thing. But like, She's probably going to be the first one that gets fired. That's too. how that works, right? Of course. I remember I worked seasonal. Overachiever. Fired. I, uh, when I was in college, I had a, a job over Christmas break at Target. And there was a girl who worked really hard. And, like, throughout the season, they did this really cruel thing where they were selectively person by person telling the seasonal help if they were going to keep them or not. Oh, wow. And this one girl who was seasonal, really, she she needed the job. Like, she got the job to get the job, not because it was seasonal, but because they were hiring. Mm-hmm. And she, like, she ran around and worked. Like, she went to the different departments. She answered the little radio calls when they would make them. I mean, oh, I, I would too much. I would take like forty minute bathroom breaks. Like I had no intention of being this guy. Like the Starbucks is killing me. Yeah, <laughs> and like so, but she's out there like crushing it, running around. She wants this job. So at one point, we're all like picking up returns, and there's like four managers, and I make a point to say, I was like, whatever her name was, I was like, I hope they keep uh, you. Oh. <laughs> I said because you work so much harder than everyone else here. And one of the managers somehow took that to mean that I that I know that I'm lazy and don't care. 
And she goes, I can't believe you would admit that in front of everyone. And I was like, admit that she should keep her job? Why yeah. would I not admit that? Yeah. And they're like, but you said that she works harder than you. And I said, I said she works harder than all of us here. And I meant you too. No, nice. <laughs> and she just kind of looked Dumb. at me like wide-eyed. like, And I was like, I don't know what you're like. You're not special. This this girl's like sprinting in a target. What do yeah. you do? Yeah, she'll be GM in this place yeah. before you know it. <laughs> and then at the end of the season, I was one of the very last people they kept or let go. But it was like the very like the really like we're down to like three people, and I'm looking around thinking they better not keep me. <laughs> if they keep me, I'm gonna be super mad. And they've and like they've been making cuts like and I'll telling show up, but not not gonna. I don't even know if I don't even know if I would have done that. But, like, other people, they've already told if they are or aren't. And so, like, but the seasonal crew is now going around cleaning the store. And it's now, like, every day there's less and less of us because they're cutting people. And it's down to, like, three of us at the very end. And I remember looking around, like, I hope to God they don't think I want to work here. Like, this this job is terrible. But it was a great, like, Christmas break job for school. Yeah. yeah. So, finally, the last day, the manager's like, hey, uh, come see me. And I literally, in the middle of the hallway, go, oh, thank God. And he was like... Okay, we get in his office. He's like, "Okay, well, obviously, you." He said, "Just so we're clear, we're letting you go. We're not keeping you." And I said, "No, I know. Thank you." Yeah. And he was like, uh, "People generally are a little more upset about this." He's like, "Can I just ask, like, why? Why are you so excited?" And I was like, "Honestly, it's Target. This job sucks." <laughs> He's like back there going, yeah. "My life is Target." <laughs> I was like, "What is?" I was like, "What would be the end goal of staying here? Like shift leader?" And then I realized I'm talking to the shift leader. Then I was yeah. like. I just don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> and he goes, right. Uh, okay. Um, we're going to pay you through the end of the day. That's what we've been doing, and I'm going to do it anyway. But uh, you can go ahead and just go now. <laughs> I was like, Corey walks out, and here's a gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't. When, when he was like, we're not going to be keeping you, I was just like, obviously, like, thank you. Yeah, like, why would you want to keep Why was that even on your list? Like, like, why does it take you so long? Yeah. <laughs> and I still, to this day, don't know why it took this long for them to, like, I should have been, like, I probably was the easiest cut. I should have been day one. Nah, you were probably intimidated. You can be a pretty intimidating guy if you know, if well, especially knows you. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm pretty heavy on the attitude when I don't, when I'm in something I don't want to do. Yeah, so so that's probably what it was. They probably were just like, ah, it's going to be a mess getting rid of him. Like, listen, you know, everybody who does security at the <laughs> doors or whatever. If I don't, they're like, you're gone. And he's like, sweet. <laughs> if I'd have walked out and there were like four security guards standing around, it wouldn't have surprised me. But that would have made that, that would have made me feel like funnier about it. But I, I, the second he was like, obviously, we're not keeping you. And I was like, thank God. Yeah. He was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. This was like, way easier than I thought yeah. it would be. We, we should have like, done this two weeks ago, Corey. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was weird, though. Because, like, I really started thinking, like, oh my God, these people think I want to stay here. Like, what have I done wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and look. Work at Target. Do your thing. Be yourself. But, like, go where you're happy. Exactly. So when you're working at Panda Express and you're not happy because your manager's driving you crazy, like, just get out of the situation. Don't just wind up. Just leave. Just leave. It's just find another job. Don't wind up posting signs. Although the one guy did say, in all my resumes, I post this girl as my reference, not my manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I see, that's, that's the thing. You had that one, the one girl who just loved her job so much that she went in. Because on her off day after they told her not to. And she, I mean, that's, that's her place. And that's, that's awesome. And to be fair, she made a sale. Cause like we, 
you know, she did she charge was, us and we she, paid she them. She made it yourself because you guys didn't want to drive somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> we're, to be fair, we're on 242 surrounded by restaurants, and I did make two laps at this Panda Express to That's find what out I'm what saying. was going it took on. Us, it took us 25 minutes to get this Panda Express. <laughs> but, man, it was worth it for the story. <laughs> it was because oh, it was sure. covered in signs where literally they were like, Due to management. bad management. I've never seen that before in my life. I thought it was the best thing ever. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to the Mr. Von Graves himself for coming on, Chaz. Thanks for having me. On behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself and Nerd Thug Radio and Cox ATA and the Adventure Begins Comics Games and more and on 104.5 and 106.1 and our Lone Star, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.